Welcome to the No More Mondays podcast, the show that inspires confident professionals by interviewing people who actually enjoy what they do for work. I'm your host, Angie Callen, and I welcome you to join me each week as I chat with founders, entrepreneurs, and employees who have figured out that special sauce, the magic, the mystery to having no more Mondays. Your favorite No More Mondays duo is back with another winter warmer. And Jane and I are here with kind of a fun day because we're celebrating my 41st birthday today. If you happen to be listening to this episode on its drop day of Friday, December 10th, then you're celebrating with me. Jane and I thought it would be really fun to kind of look back on some of my outdoor crazy adventures that have become outdoor life lessons on the CareerBenders website as a great way to just celebrate and inspire you to get outside and just kind of have some fun with me on my birthday. And so Jane's going to drive this one and we'll see kind of what we get into. So Miss Jane... Let's dive in. Take it away. Well, first of all, happy birthday. Thank you. So we get that recorded. And then, uh, uh, sorry, I don't have like a bell ringing or birthday streamers or anything, but you can pretend that that's happening right now. I can envision. (laughs) This is kind of fun because last year when I turned 40, we did this whole like 40 for 40 campaign to get 40 Google reviews by the end of the year for my birthday. And we actually got 39, which was hilarious. Awesome. And I thought this would be just a fun way to almost like give back and inspire on my birthday. And just a little teaser, we also have a brand new product dropping today as my little gift to everybody. We have a career DIY kind of all-in-one do-it-yourself career product coming out today, kind of my giving back and my gift to everybody on my birthday. So check out careerbenders.com if you want a little bit more info about that. Oh, that's exciting. Can't wait to We're always trying to do new stuff over here, much to Meredith and Jim's chagrin. (laughs) (laughs) If you've listened to No More Mondays and you've heard Angie talk, certainly getting outside and being outside and experiencing nature is a huge part, not only your personal mission, but your professional mission and and blending those together. It would be really fun to share what the genesis and your idea of that, bringing those to Outdoor Life Lessons, bringing those to the world. What what was your initial idea? Sure. And Outdoor Life Lessons, as it's actually called, is a little bit of a newer kind of specific way for us to do these little kind of snapshots as we're outdoor, outside adventuring. And Jim, my husband, is a, a big reason to thank for it. We'll get into that in a minute. But uh, I've, I've, since I started Career Benders, have always had this perspective of kind of like the well-rounded kind of life. And if you go back just a little in my history, me moving to Colorado from Boston was a huge, huge aspect of my kind of like life and career trajectory. And moving to Colorado is what then just a few years later ended up kind of being the impetus of changing out of uh, engineering. And it just it, it, it ended up being kind of the first domino in a series of great dominoes that lined up. And what I realized through living here is how critical kind of outdoor life is to my personal health and also just how good it can be for us in this very over-distracted, technologically driven world, how great the outdoors can be to our health and well-being and our ability to disconnect in order to tune in and all of those kinds of things. So this was, you know, I had a video on the first generation of CareerBenders website that was about getting outside to find peace 
in order to kind of explore goals and clarity. And that really set the stage for this perspective, weaving in and out of everything we do. I love that that has been such an intention from your from your perspective and how that evolved for your intention. So back when you were an engineer, was that still a part of your day-to-day existence? It was, but I don't think it was as intentional. Uh, a lot of this is Jim's fault. So Jim is an adventurer. He's more of the adrenaline junkie between the two of us for sure. And he has really kind of enabled and encouraged me to explore that kind of like mountain girl aspect of my life that was always there. I think I would have probably stuck to more kind of mainstream like skiing and hiking things versus like backpacking at 14,000, 12,000 feet and uh, whitewater (laughs) paddle boarding and some of the kind of really more adventurous things that we do. Um, But it has, it is such a big part of our lives together. And I think that it's something that just kind of like bleeds into all aspects as well. But I also think it's very much a part of me that I know, don't necessarily know that I really would have clicked with and explored in as big of a way if I hadn't come to Colorado and Jim hadn't really brought that out in me. Fascinating. So actually physically changing your space really helped generate that for you. Yes. And when I when I lived on the East Coast, particularly Boston, that's when I got into the outdoor stuff. I started I started skiing and going to Maine or Vermont and hiking a little bit and kind of getting into the outdoors, but it's just so accessible here in Colorado and accessible on a different level. And this was a place that just connected with me. And I think the place that you're in can be a really big positive or sometimes negative impact on kind of just where you want in life. So for me, it was really kind of aligning where I lived with how I wanted to live. How did you go from just doing the things that both of you love to do outside and going adventuring and then connecting that into, wow, there can be a lesson here. Well, the first thing I'll say is that this was not a tearless, painless process. <laughs> when you have a husband who wants to push your physical abilities and, and even just your mental, your mental kind of like boundaries around some stuff, it definitely, <laughs> it definitely um, gets interesting. There's a whole, I actually, I actually was having this conversation with somebody the other day about how like your spouse should never teach you how to ski. And Jim did not teach me how to ski, but he taught me other things. That's just like, I don't know if I should be doing this with my significant other. But it's funny that he's he comes into this so much because he was the impetus for the very first Outdoor Life Lessons video. So we were standing in a stream. I was standing in a stream and it was, I think it was winter time and we were fishing. And uh, I just, he says to me, he goes, hey, and I turned around and looked at him and he's holding his phone up in front of me. And he goes, talk. And I'm like, what do you want me to talk about? And I just, I don't know why, went off on this tangent about how fishing and job searching are the two things in life where insanity will actually get you a different result. Cast, 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 apply, 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 and eventually something will bite. And that kind of kicked off what became Outdoor Life Lessons because people loved the anecdote of what you can learn while you're doing something what, what you can learn professionally when you're doing something has nothing to do with work. <laughs> I love that. Him just pointing a camera, turning on and you see the red recording light like, oh, go. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm really good at Angie talk on this subject. The Angie talk, it's like a little deer in the headlights. And I'm like, OK, I guess this is just where I'm going to go with it. And it worked. <laughs> Well, clearly it did because they're very popular and it's just such a fun way of delivering interesting information in a different way. 
going from the job searching is like fishing, then the next one that really has a nice connection to that is the Eat the Frog video. So tell me about that one. Well, and Eat the Frog is a book by Brian Tracy that I've loved for years, even before I was in this line of work. And it's really about being efficient and productive with your time and doing the things on your to-do list that are kind of looming and you don't want to do. And for many people, that's job searching. Just having to motivate or like at the beginning of the year where it's like, I'm going to go to the gym this year. Going to the gym the first time is the hardest thing. And that's what Brian Tracy considers eating a frog. It's doing that big, hairy thing on your to-do list that's really easy to put off. However, if you do, it will make a really big difference. And the the video that I, that I talk about this on is me at the top of Highlands Bowl. And Highlands Bowl is a pretty hefty hike to double black extreme kind of inbounds, but feels like outbound skiing experience at Aspen Highlands. And in a way, having conquered it and done it is like a mark of the local here in Aspen. And I, I, I'm going to say I quote unquote, put it off for like 11 years. Now I'll say for the first like eight of those 11 years, uh, there was no, <laughs> there was the, the ability to ski it wouldn't have been there. And then I started going to CrossFit, which I think is another video that plays into this whole little grouping. And Jim was like, you don't have an excuse. You go to CrossFit. You don't have any excuse not to hike the bowl. So it's like an hour hike up. It's a th- like a thousand vertical feet. You top out at like 12,300 and then you ski down just this amazing powder. And so once I did it, I was like, well, that sucked, but it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be to the point where then I did it again and I did it again and we'll do it regularly now. And it just is that idea that once you eat the frog, the frog's never as hard to eat the second or third time around. When you think of eating the frog, there's obviously parts of the frog that aren't as appetizing as others. So how would you break that down for yourself now that you've done it repeatedly? Did that happen to you like step by step? Maybe it's one of those things where I think we're really good at creating scenarios in our mind and putting ourselves through things twice, (laughs) like the pain of something twice versus just saying, "Okay, I'm going to do it and I'll see how painful it is and only only go through that pain once versus building it up in your head and going through the anxiety around it and then executing it. And you're like, oh, why did I put myself through all that anxiety? This wasn't that bad. I mean, it's it's a slog. Hiking yourself up there is, is, is not fun. However, once you have the reward of the descent, the uphill climb becomes less daunting because you know why you're doing it and what the payoff yeah. is. I- can totally appreciate that. So for those out there listening that aren't necessarily outdoor adventurers, double black diamond skiers, people who do keep their feet on the ground, (laughs) Mm -hmm. how would you connect something like eating the frog to those kinds of activities? I think if we're talking about kind of like physical or recreational activities specifically, I think it's really about doing something you haven't ever done before. And this is a really big and recurring message that comes in to outdoor life lessons only because I am pushed into doing things that I haven't done before or doing them at a level I haven't done before or a level I may not choose to do myself if I did not have an encourager behind me. But I think it's really about finding ways to push yourself out of boundaries. Uh, out of the boundaries that you create for yourself and saying, I might go fail at this. I might not be good at it. It might be really hard. However, I will learn something new about myself. I will challenge myself and I'll accomplish something that will make me feel really good in the end. That I I think will resonate with a lot of people because I think you certainly can't expect everyone to just 
go do what you just described. Um, no, and I would tell you most people not to because the <laughs> yeah. chances of a broken limb, if you don't know what the heck you're doing, are high. However, yes. whether it's walking a mile further or walking uh, 0.5 faster or doing something that's kind of, I'm going to say, outside the comfort zone, but not so uncomfortable that you just can't wrap your head around trying it is really important because it's very easy to get stuck into too much of that kind of routine and too much of those stay in your lane comfort zones that then anytime you do want to go do something new, whether it's in life or work, it feels like such this giant frog that tastes terrible versus the fact that maybe you ate a couple fried frog's legs. So for you, you know, you talked about how Jim is such an encourager for you. Not everyone has that person or has that necessarily self uh, motivation. So how would you connect that for people who don't necessarily have that in their life or that's that level of self-motivation? How would they, you know, make the jump? I'm going to encourage you to find it. And here's why accountability is huge. And Jim and I are a funny little couple. I'll give you a, well, we're funny little people anyway. Like apparently we're both cartoons and we're very entertaining when, when you're around us, but uh, we're, we're funny in that I'll give you a glimpse into just our relationship. We are polar opposites to the point that we end up complementing the, each other into the middle ground. So I, if lived, le- if left to my own devices would work 90 hours a week, Jim, and this is not a bad thing, would adventure and do mount, go mountain biking every day. And just he would push himself physically every single day of the week as much time as he possibly could. Uh, he keeps me accountable to doing that in the middle ground. And I keep him accountable to, you know, working and supporting career benders in the middle ground. And so each of us kind of have the opposite that each other lacks. And I think that that's where accountability can be great. So whether it's a friend, a personal trainer, a coach, or just some sort of, you know, sound advisor or trusted counsel who can help you create the discipline and structure to at least get started with whatever those kind of out of the box out of the comfort zone goals are is really, I think, the key. Because once you just take that first step, it becomes easier and increasingly easier to create the structure and the discipline for yourself. It's easy to think about this massive task that you have in front of you and it feels overwhelming, but just that initial step creates that momentum. And sometimes you need somebody to help you. Like you need somebody to almost hold your hand. Like CrossFit, for example, I had so many opinions and misconceptions about CrossFit. And I had a really great friend and she was like, Angie, you should come with me to the 6am class. She's the one who encouraged me. She's like, Angie, you should come. I think you'd really like it. I was at a point where I wanted a structured kind of fitness routine. I needed somewhere to go in the morning. And for me, I need the accountability of a place to go where people are going to call and ask me where I've been if I don't show up and that it provided it for me. So even I, I kind of have external factors keeping me accountable to things that I personally want to do, but won't if not given that discipline by an external force. The discipline and external force, I think, are really important factors there. And however that works for you, find a way to, to do that for yourself. And the other point that you just made is you realize that about yourself. I was, you just took the words out of my mouth. I was like, some of it is putting your ego aside and knowing what you're good at and what you're not good at and where you need help in order to be the person that you want to be to achieve the goals you want to achieve. 
And speaking of my ego, I think this is an excellent time to stop talking about all my adventures and everything I and you can learn from them and say thank you so much for tuning in to another warmer. I hope you are getting a little spice during your holiday season from these fun conversations with Jane and I. And tune in again next week because we're going to continue the conversation about outdoor adventure and what I have learned from all of my lessons in the wilds. Thanks for listening to this episode of No More Mondays. We hoped you grabbed some great insights to help you improve your professional satisfaction. Please visit us at Apple iTunes and give us a rating so we can continue to offer you awesome interviews and content each week. No More Mondays. New episodes drop every Wednesday. No More Mondays is brought to you by Career Benders Inc. in partnership with executive producer Jane Durkee. For more information about career coaching, resume writing, personal branding, recruiting, and entrepreneurship coaching services, visit our website at careerbenders.com. That's careerbenders, B as in boy, S as in Sam.com. This is your host, Angie Callen, signing off. Until next week, when we chat with another inspired, confident professional.